everybody, welcome to Weezer has turned and left us here. I'm Matt. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm sick. Don't mind me. <laughs> I'm not sick, so you can't mind me. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, we're we're back uh, at our Woo. regularly. Or, whoops! I just punched the microphone. So, so you know we're back, <laughs> back to, to our old professional selves. <laughs> yeah, we're. I am back in New Mexico now. Yes, it's the first time we've recorded in like a month. I know. To listeners, it might seem like we record every week, but or maybe they know that we recorded the last three episodes in like a weekend because you yeah. were here. I don't know. I don't but, know how but, podcasts uh, work. I wanted to say, you know, welcome to all the listeners who may have heard us because they're fans of Tony Thaxton or Jake Keith and Stratton or Matt Belknap. Yeah. Um, this is kind of back to normal where we uh, we record via the internet. I'm they all just shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Yeah, we, uh, we don't have any fancy LA guests this time. Yeah, except for me. Just kidding. You're not a guest. You're I'm not just a guest. Fancy in LA. And I'm not. I'm not fancy. I live in LA though. Ish. I live in Glendale. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, what have you been up to since I don't know? In the last like the last however month. many weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was thinking. I'm like, have I done anything interesting? Like, <laughs> Like I, I've done a bunch of stuff where if it was just that one thing that week, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's interesting enough to talk about. But it doesn't seem like anything I've done justifies the past, you know, three weeks of my life. It's just funny because I have living. the opposite, which is why I asked you first. Yeah. Because I have I, like a lot. Yeah. I figured that you had, I know you have at least one big thing and that, I mean, if you listen to a Tony Thaxton episode, yeah, you can guess what it is. Um, but yeah, I've, you know, I've just been. Back to the grind <laughs> here in New Mexico. Exciting. You know, Running your heater because it's cold there. Yeah, yeah. If you hear a clicking sound in the background of mine, that's because the heater is cooling off. Because uh, I cranked it up really high right before we recorded. <laughs> that way it wouldn't come on during the recording. It gets kind of cold here at night to the point where I have to have another blanket on my bed. But not to the point where I've called the gas company to turn on the heater. So not there yet. Maybe we'll never get there. Because of global warming? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. T- tonight, it's going to get down to 34. Oh, yikes. That is cold. It's very it's, cold. But a few weeks ago, it got down like in the 20s. Gross. It was, like, super cool. And that was like right after I got back from LA. <laughs> Where it was like in the 80s when you were here? <laughs> it was 90 when I was there. Oh, was it? Was it? ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. It, it was right when I'd switched over to the winter clothes here. So then <laughs> I went over there and I'm just like. Well, bust out these shorts the last time i'll wear these shorts for six right. months until the next time i go to la which will probably be in a memorial day weekend oh yeah what for, month is that may march may. oh i don't know yeah. what day anything is what month yeah, um for yeah podcastathon so i will yeah. i will see matt belknap again but yay he will not he, he will not recognize me or talk to me probably <laughs> you never know but um, yeah, since my life is so boring, how about yeah. you tell me about all the stuff you've done in the past month? Yeah, well, I will say that since we recorded, that was like kind of the beginning of my crazy month of stuff, um, which is why it was good that we recorded so many episodes because then we didn't have to record when I was busy. Um, so I did go to Seattle the weekend after that. It was cold. Uh, yeah, it was cold, but it was like nice. <laughs> it was a nice change. Like 
it had been so hot in LA and I think it was really making me just very frustrated. Um, so I went to Seattle to do a live percast at the Meow cat convention and that was really fun. So I was there for a weekend and then the next weekend went to Santa Barbara to do another live percast at my favorite weekend. Uh, and Santa Barbara is beautiful too. For like all the murder fans. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to school in Santa Barbara. So did Steven. So it was nice. It's, it's so beautiful up there. Well, not, well, not really, but you know, just seeing the beach was really nice. It was, it's beautiful. I love Santa Barbara. Um, but anyway, those things happened, uh, and then came back to LA. Uh, and the big thing that I want to talk about and not forget, like you forgot smash mouth, uh, (laughs) is that I found out that Matt Sharp was going to be performing at a UCB improv show. Yeah. I didn't quite. uh, Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I can't remember if he mentioned it on the episode. He he mentioned it on the episode or he mentioned something pretty vague on the episode. (laughs) But also uh, they, they did advertise it like eventually. So it wasn't like a completely secret thing, Um, but it sold out pretty soon after they'd advertised it, but I already had my ticket. Um, And yeah, it's the show called Bangering. And I had never been before. Like I've been to UCB Franklin. I've been to the other UCB, um, but I haven't gone to a comedy show in a long time. I haven't gone to anything in a long time. So this is like a big deal. Yeah. When, when I went to LA, I stayed literally a block away from, I think, Sunset location. Oh, yeah. And I didn't go to any shows just because the timing <laughs> never worked out. And like well, part of the reason I booked that Airbnb was because every time I go, I stay in Glendale or in uh, Burbank. And I thought... Oh, this time I'll stay in a different part of town. I'll stay right by the in, right by UCB. I'll go to a show. I never did. It just yeah. ended up. I ended up spending more on uh, on Ubers than I would have <laughs> if I would have just stayed where I always do. Well, yeah. So and then and then yeah. So I bought a ticket for this, um, not knowing exactly what it's going to be, but the Rentals are releasing a new album, and the way they're doing it is that they're releasing one song every two weeks until like April or something. I think that adds up to like 10 or 12 songs, something like that. Um, So they released the first song, which is called Spaceships. And I think the album is called like Q36 or something. I should have looked this up before I before I talked about it. Um, but yeah, they released I'll the first song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They released the first song spaceships and I was like, Oh, that's good. I wasn't like blown away by it. I was like, Oh, sounds like the rentals. Um, and I was excited to go and see, uh, to see Matt Sharp. And have you been to UCB Franklin before? No, I never been to either of them. Okay. But you've been to like improv shows probably, or like anything that's in our, it's, it's a small venue. Basically it's super yeah. small. It's like any of those places where you go to see actors or anything like that. It's just going to be small. Um, so I thought that was cool and uh, I went and yes, parking is awful around there, which is like, that's a big reason why I don't go to things. And so for me to actually go to this, like I left my place so early and on the way there, I was like, oh God, I should have like taken a lift or something because the parking's going to be awful. I actually found a spot, which was crazy, like pretty close. Don't know how that happened. Um, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, I was waiting to go in and I saw Tony Thaxton, um, And I kind of knew he would be there and I really should have put two and two together that like, because the rentals has always been made up of Matt Sharp and his friends. Like it's never the same lineup every album. It's like, it's Matt Sharp and then a bunch of people who are really Yeah, it's like Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor and whoever he has and Beck Uh is, you know, Beck and whoever Mm -hmm. he wants on the, yeah. Yeah, the only one that, the, the rental is Matt Sharp. 
Yeah, exactly. It's Matt Sharp and then, yeah, whoever he brings in for that album. Um, but anyway, so went in. Uh, I was sitting probably in like the third or fourth row. Do you know what I just realized? Sorry what? to interrupt you, but we never no. told people what this podcast is or what we're talking about today. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We talk about Weezer, sometimes the rentals, but mostly Weezer. Um, this time we're talking about the special goodness. Yeah, today we're not album. talking about Weezer. Anyways, back <laughs> to, back to the rentals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So it kind of actually relates to this episode in that we, you know, we're talking about side projects as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so, so, you know, the show started and all the improv people came out who, again, I don't have their names up, but they were very funny. And they were like, yeah, we have, we have Matt Sharp here. And they, they introduced him and he, he popped his head out from behind this curtain and he came out and I like kind of like tears came to my eyes (laughs) I like didn't start sobbing or anything, but I was just like, oh my God, it's, you know, cause his music has meant so much to me and to see him just be like, Hey, I'm here. You know, it was, it was such an informal setting cause I've seen the rentals before, you know, and I've seen them in these slightly bigger venues, but this is like, Hey, Matt Sharp just walked out on stage and he's talking to us. Like that was so cool. And so I, I don't know if this is what this show is, but what he did is he would, he would tell a story and then they would do a bunch of improv uh, like based on those stories. So he told like three stories and then they did improv based on it. And it was really funny. But the first story that he told was about how he wrote this album. And I thought it was so interesting. And it's relevant to Weezer because we all remember <laughs> songs from the black hole, or at least we know of songs from the black hole yeah. and how that was something that rivers, you know, it was a rock opera set in space and rivers abandoned it because, I mean, he gave a bunch of, a bunch of reasons who really knows why, but uh, one of his reasons was that, well, one of his reasons was uh, return of the rentals, <laughs> which was the rentals first album, which was similarly themed, I guess. The other reason was that Rivers, uh, he had his leg surgery. And I remember there was some quote where he's like, yeah, I was in a lot of pain and I didn't want to write about something frivolous like space. So I turned it into Pinkerton. (laughs) But what Matt Sharp said is that, so he wrote this whole album when his father was dying. Um, Yeah. And his dad eventually passed away. And Matt was saying that he wrote this album because he's like, I, I don't want to be here. I want to be anywhere but here. So I'm going to write about space. And so it's so interesting that his was like the exact opposite reaction of Rivers. Rivers is like, no, why would I write about something stupid, you know, when I am have all this serious stuff going on? And Matt Sharp is like, I just need to get out of here. <laughs> Which I, as soon as I heard that, it made that song like mean Make so more much stuff. more yeah. to me. And I really want to hear the album now. I'm like kind of a little bit annoyed that they're not just releasing the whole thing because like I feel like that's an album that it makes sense to listen to the whole thing at once probably or it will. But uh, yeah, and then so so they did, you know, improv. He told stories. It was really great and it was really funny. And then at the end, they did this performance and he brought up. So, so Tony Thaxton was there and a bunch of other people and Matt Sharp referred to them as the gentle assassins, which I feel like I had seen somewhere on his Instagram or Facebook or something yeah, he had I, mentioned. I, I realized, I mean, when I think you told me a little bit about the story, but not all of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. realized, oh, yeah, of course it would make sense if Tony Thaxton is playing drums on, you know, at least a track or something. Because yeah, as we I mentioned, he has mm-hmm. like 90 bands he's in. 
Yeah. I don't know if he did play drums or not, because I also saw a video of someone else playing drums. Well, yeah, he on... could have played on one of the tracks. He, he could have. Yeah, yeah, that's or, true. Or I really whatever. don't know. Maybe he sang backup. On yeah, because he, he did sing backup. So what they did is they brought all of these, the gentle assassins on stage, and then Matt Sharp had like a, like a boombox, like a say anything type boombox, <laughs> which played like the music. And then they sang it and it was a sing-along. So they'd given out these uh, lyric sheets and we all joined in on the chorus. Um, so it was really fun and everyone like sang along and it was, it was kind of weird because it's like such a small venue and there weren't any instruments. It was just like him singing basically, but it and was like... He put a little video on Instagram, Yeah, he right? did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, we'll link to that in the show notes. Yeah, but it was so cool. Or maybe we'll play a clip of it right now. Wow, wasn't that great? such a like unique experience because again i've seen the rentals and i'll probably see them again and it's cool but this was like wow this is something that not a lot of people saw tonight like how many people do you think were there i'm a really bad judge of people i don't know 50 people 75 people maybe at most like you know it was the whole very small very small it was like the whole venue and then they had some some chairs on the stage too um but yeah not that many not that many people in a really small space and did you just go by yourself i did yeah Mm -hmm. i did which is great because i got a really good seat because there's only like one seat open oh yeah you texted me that too (laughs) you said said, oh yeah good thing about going by yourself is yeah you can get good seats there's always like one lone seat here or there you know and you just like yeah you don't have to look for two together or three together but um yeah it was just really cool and yeah i did like before when i when i saw tony i tried to i like kind of said hi but it was really awkward i was like hey i don't know which line to be in (laughs) but uh yeah no that was cool to see him on stage there with the gentle assassins i don't know it was just really cool okay i've met that guy yeah (laughs) but yeah it was just a really cool experience and i feel like um you know there are probably a lot of fans of of the rentals listening to this uh or at least fans of weezer's first couple albums so figured it was also sort of relevant um yeah yeah but it's, yeah it's a really cool thing mm-hmm. yeah and their next see. their next song is coming out uh i think actually like the day before this episode comes out the rentals second song yeah, this episode comes out on the 20th yeah because i think it's every two weeks and it's been almost two weeks so yeah on tuesdays um, so i think so okay well, yeah well so. if not then whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it's pretty cool so those are my updates um, yeah it's Definitely yeah. more exciting than my than my I didn't do anything update. Well, that's uh, my usual update, but it's like, hey, I actually well, you like usually have a story about something awkward well, that happened to you. I don't leave true. my house like I don't even leave my house for work because I work from home. I mean, I can make a story out of anything. I made a story about my like getting my car wash. You just have to be, you know. I, I, I don't leave my house. <laughs> all I do is I, I can only like the more I talk about that I play soccer, the more I feel like it feels like 
people think that I think I'm good at soccer, which I don't. It's just the only thing I do. I <laughs> but do you watch around. stuff on TV, though? That's a story. I watch The Mandalorian. I got Disney there Plus. you go. That's a story. Uh, yeah. Disney Plus is huge right now. Everyone's like raving about it. I know. I watch that because I really don't care that much about Star Wars, honestly. Unlike yeah. the guy we've mentioned 90 times, Tony Thaxton. Uh, <laughs> but I I really don't care about Star Wars. But I'm like, do you know what? I'll watch, you know, I'll watch this. It's only 40 minutes an episode and it's once a week. It's not all at once, hmm. which I like. Because yeah. Then you don't feel the pressure to watch everything so you can talk about it with people. Yeah. Or you don't hear spoilers. Was um, it good though? Is it like. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I don't want to give. Because there's like a big twist at the end. Which I don't oh. think. I don't think that's a spoiler because it's the pilot. Or not uh-huh. the pilot. But it's the first episode of a new show. There's uh-huh. always a big twist at the end. Yeah. On a on a drama. But uh, yeah. I I think that that it, it's, it's a really cool. Yeah. Uh, aesthetic it's very western feeling hmm. like um very clint eastwood like a man with no name kind of feeling oh interesting um so and warner herzog's in it so that's that's cool Woo! <laughs> he, <laughs> and he's doing a bunch of interviews for it now um, <sighs> because you know there's a of course disney is putting the entire marketing force of disney behind disney plus oh, and the Mandalorian. so um everybody's interviewing warner herzog and he gives the best interviews because he's <laughs> oh, just so strange (laughs) and and he mentioned something about how like he doesn't really watch much tv but he watches wrestlemania huh and and then vanity fair did like a a thing where they they went through all the all the times over the past 20 years he's mentioned wrestlemania in interviews like he mentions (gasps) it often wow like it doesn't sound like he watches wrestling regularly just wrestlemania huh Weird. Anyway, so I guess yeah, that was my thing. Yeah, Go see, watch the Mandalorian see? and Werner Herzog <laughs> watches WrestleMania. See, you do have stories. You just have to know how to dig them out. Yeah, I um, guess so. Should we get into talking about what people are here for? Yeah, just kidding. The, we're not talking about Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about the special goodness about the yeah. the Bunny album, as it's called yes. the the debut album. Um, it's Pat Wilson's um. Yeah, side project right after blue well uh, be- between, and technically yeah, it, well yeah between blue and pinkerton right yeah well technically this album it's it, so he didn't call himself the special goodness till later this album is called the special goodness yeah by patrick wilson is that correct did i read that correctly it's kind of weird but be- yeah. before we get into that like it, uh, we kind of did yes. it with brian where we did his background yeah. Where uh-huh. he came from Pat's is a little less complicated. He didn't like wasn't born in Tennessee and then or whatever. Um, <laughs> Pat, you know, he's from upstate New York, ah. um, Clarence, New York, which I think is near Buffalo. But I just assume everything in upstate New York is near Buffalo <laughs> or Albany. True. I just want to say that I didn't research any of his life so because i I knew that you would well more than me so i'm excited to hear i did not know he was from new york continue (laughs) yeah yeah he's from upstate new york um he went to community college and he dropped out and then he said the typical oh you don't need college blah 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 thing that successful people say (laughs) yeah (laughs) they dropped out of college you never hear the guy that dropped out of college and ended up you know working at walmart yeah Uh, like no offense people who work at walmart but you know that's not what you're going for when you go to college yeah you don't hear from them you only hear the guy that ended up in weezer and has got yeah. to play with weezer for 30 years uh-huh. or 25 years um and then um so his his friend pat finn who we'll mention 
more during this album. Um, he told Pat to move to LA. So then Pat, you know, as a kid, you know, I, I think maybe wasn't even 20 yet. Maybe he was just 20. He moved to LA, um, played in some bands, including a band called fuzz hmm. with, with rivers. What? It was a band. It was just for three months in 91. Ooh. And then it was just rivers. And then, uh, a woman who played bass. He, the thing I saw, he just said, like, you know, some woman who played bass. He didn't even say oh, who it was. <laughs> um, Do we know if there are any recordings of Fuzz? They they only existed for three months. Like, yeah. They, they played, like, one show or something. Okay. Like that. And, uh, yeah, and then and then shortly after, or, or that, that Pat Finn guy, he's he's the one who kind of introduced everybody in Weezer to each other, it seems like. Huh. Like he just knew them all and he's Ooh. just a musician that um like so Pat he inter- Pat Finn introduced Rivers, Pat Wilson, Matt, Jason Cropper, and Carl to Oh each my other. god, he's the matchmaker. And Pat Finn is a bassist, and when Matt Sharp left the band, he was tried out as a potential replacement. <gasps> what? Um, but they didn't pick him? Ended up being Mikey who I mean I know they didn't pick him. I don't know yeah. why I'm yeah. Yeah, but I, I think maybe has he he ended up living in Portland and I think he had a, a career or he had a career there. He uh, he's produced a bunch of people. Like he produced uh, some uh, heat he was in Heat Miser also. Oh, I love Heat Miser. I think he was the one that was in Heat Miser. Oh wow. Are, and the the reason he's relevant to the the special goodness album is uh he he's on two tracks. Or he's on Neat. one track. He plays bass on A Fortunate Mistake. Mm. And the only other one besides Pat who's on any tracks is Tony Lash, who also produced the album. He was on Percussion on I'd Like to Know and A Fortunate Mistake and uh, Keyboards on A Fortunate Mistake. Interesting. Um, yeah, so this was very much a, a Pat album. Because I think Pat's later on... solo album, yeah. I mean, not to give it away, but I mean, this is just based on my my memory like later on i think there were more people in like that actually comprised the special goodness yeah i i don't know any, i haven't listened to any of their other stuff yet like we'll get to that in future episodes mm-hmm. on this one we're just yeah you know, we're just going in order so it's kind of interesting because we did it with brian too or carnival art um i think we did the two al- or uh, he was only on one album right Not no we know. we talked about both oh well this one we're just talking about one for some reason yeah um <laughs> Maybe because there's such a big gap in between them, too. Well, and probably because there are only two Carnival Art albums and because it's not, um, it wasn't Brian's like, it wasn't yeah, like Space true. Twins, you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll probably go album by album for Space Twins. Yeah. Because I think I can kind of mention this now that we're, we're thinking as the new year starts, we're kind of kind of more formalized our episodes that we're doing. Like we're going to do a uh, a side project, we'll try to do one side project album every month. So that'll be, you know, either a Pat or a, you know, a rentals album or a Matt solo or whatever. Um, maybe we'll get, and the alone records, we'll get to those. Mm-hmm. We'll do one of those a month and then probably one episode will break down a couple songs. Yeah. Um, a couple of Weezer songs. Um, maybe we'll just throw them in the randomizer and just see what comes out. And... Ooh, throw them in the spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, do, we'll do that. And then, <laughs> but we'll just kind of more kind of break down songs. Not line by line, but uh, more more in depth than. So this uh, this line starts with the. What do we think rivers <laughs> meant by the? <laughs> what does the computer mean by the? But all that will happen after uh, in the new year, probably when uh, after we do some Christmas eps, um, 
but yeah. And oh, and next week we'll just do a mini episode since everyone will be eating turkey or in your case, whatever you vegans eat. <laughs> Air and good thoughts. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'll probably make like a one of those roasts. Those like roasts, you know, those yeah. vegan roasts. I'll ask you yeah. more next week <laughs> for our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, mini episodes. Yeah, it'll only be like half an hour next week. But um, we'll talk about that line in in El Scorcho where Rivers mentions turkey. The entire <laughs> episode is with one line. See, every yeah. time he mentioned turkey, cranberry, or potatoes. Did he? Did he mention those other two? Maybe. Probably. He probably. Oh God. Those are those are good words. Yeah. Cranberry. Potato. <laughs> um, so the, the, there really isn't, as we've said about the stuff that happened, you know, pre-2005, really, there's not much out there on uh Well, on yeah, and, album. and this album isn't even on Spotify, because I remember when we talked about talking about oh, uh, yeah. this band, I went to Spotify and I was like, oh, we're talking about this album. And you're like, no, no, there are like a couple albums before that. Because I had heard, um, I think it's called Land, Air, Sea or something. I think I'd heard parts of that because that one came out in 2004. But I really didn't know that this, like that Pat was doing this as early as, what was this, 1995, you're saying? Yeah. And, and I think you, we're not going to talk about the demos and stuff because there's really no information yeah. on that. But I think you'd kind of read a little bit about that. Well, uh, I mean, also, well, be, okay, because this whole album is on YouTube, not Spotify, and I would like to give a shout out to C. Thuria, who has uploaded all of these songs, and the Ugly Chuckling, who created the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how I was. Uh, you listened on YouTube, well, as well. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, because um, you can't find them anywhere else. Like, yeah. I even checked eBay to see, like, because because appara- I mean, you'll go into probably more of the history of this, but it, yeah. there were, like, there were albums of this, but they are oh, not did- on eBay. Oh. You can't find like I mean they have been at times yeah. I think but they're just not now because there's so few of them. I I I'm gonna admit I kind of looked to see if it was on cassette anywhere like on eBay. So uh-huh. I thought oh that'd be a funny like a Christmas present right? to send to Sarah. Yeah, because um, since she's doing the cassette thing, but <laughs> it, this one doesn't exist anywhere, and part of it is because it was never released in the U.S. Yeah, this was only released in Japan in uh, 1996, and in fact. I found a little blurb on Epitaph Records, who I think released the rest of um, the of the special goodness stuff. Um, here's a little blurb from about this era. Pat took a couple of stabs at forming a band, sometimes with friends, sometimes with recording equipment, and a lot and lots of ideas. One result of this was what is known among the hardcore fans as the Bunny Record, released only in Japan in 1996 to a warm reception. Hmm. And that's all it says about it, because uh, I mean, it wasn't on their label, so why would they mention more about it? Well, this does, yeah, this says that, um, and it says it was released in 1998, a full two years after being recorded in Japan only. So, and it says a U.S. release was negotiated with Geffen Records, who I think releases all like the Weezer stuff, at least they used to, um, who went so far as to press CDR promos in late 1996, uh, but for various mostly unknown reasons, these deals all fell through. Oh, and it was also with other record labels. They all fell through. Yeah. Um, this does say that uh, the album was later sold by Patrick Wilson at shows on the fall 1999 Special Goodness U.S. tour. Yeah, this is all from Weezerpedia. Yeah, yeah, with three total pressings, each with a different DIY photocopied cover. So it's like very, very few. But it's like, you know, it was released in Japan. 
there are copies somewhere out there, but I'm I think that it's very sporadic if you find yeah. one on eBay. So and they're yeah, probably if you find one, expensive. you want it, buy it right away because yeah, you might not have another chance. Uh-huh. Um, oh, one thing. Looking through my notes, I have to correct myself. Tony Lash was the one that was in Heat Miser, not Pat. Friend. Oh, okay. So, but T- Tony's a pro- Tony Lash is a producer who's done a bunch of other stuff. Not any, but he produced. I think he produced all the Heat Miser albums also. Ooh. Actually, you know, I'm not going to say that because I'm not sure. <laughs> so Still, pretend I didn't say that. But he was in. I'm sure Heat he's Miser. done a lot of neat stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure they all uh, Pat, Pat Finn, you know, he's a musician and yeah. everyone's still around doing stuff. Um huh. Do you have anything else background before we jump into the songs? Uh no, I don't have any more background. Um no. yeah, so you know, we're going to go song by song kind of talk about each one a little bit yeah. at least and then uh I what were your overall yeah what was gonna say like what was your overall what, what were you expecting from this and oh, how did that could, differ from like what it was so we always talk about pat as being the happy drummer in the back <laughs> he's always the silly one and this album is not that yeah um well it, but you know even on like the video capture device when you're listening to the commentary there are parts where pat's like ah, i was really sad here or like oh i'm really fat like he is kind of more and i, I think that's true of a lot of like funny people yeah is that yeah. you know they're, they're not always they're not all they're not just happy. funny you know? The, you know tears of a clown you know yeah they're, they're sad you know they're you know maybe depressed maybe like i don't i'm not gonna get into that that's well, not, it's fair to say anything about it no um but you know I, I think this album shows that he wasn't in the best headspace yeah well yeah and this was 1995 a lot of stuff has changed in his life he also he got married in 1993 three or 1994 something like that oh i didn't see that yeah he was um i actually just looked it up right before we record it because i wanted to know how much maybe that uh influenced this album um yeah personal life he married jennifer wilson in 1994 so he'd been oh, married man, right, like yeah right, right around <laughs> his life his life changed in every way possible right yeah like, he he moved to la like you know a few years later, he's in this band with this really weird dude as the singer. <laughs> and probably every everybody in the band's probably weird in their own way. Yeah. He, you know, I'm sure he meets somebody out there, falls in love, gets married, has kids, and it's all within like three years of each other. Yeah. Band like, blows up, tours, like, that's insane. That's yeah, insane. Like, yeah, for a while, like, like we've always said, they were never the biggest band in the world, but they were, a you know... Everybody knew who Weezer. Everybody knows Buddy Holly. Yeah, that that's the one where like Jake Keith Van Stratton was like, "Oh, I don't know anything about Weezer," and we're like, "You know Buddy Holly?" He's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I know that song." <laughs> well, Everybody it's like when you go Buddy from like living with a bunch of guys in a house in like, you know, in L.A. In, like West L.A. to all of a sudden you're playing these sold out shows in like Germany or wherever. You know, it's that's a huge change, and that's you know, it's one of the things we're changing. What Pinkerton's about, too. That's true, yeah. And change is stressful, like, even when it's good. I mean, you know, I don't want to say that, like, oh, poor, poor rich people, you know, but it's like, no, even when your life changes for the better, like, not to make this all about me, but like, I, you know, I started a job this year that I really, really like, and I moved to a place that I really, really like, but it's like all these changes were really hard, and it's like, I know this is all good. But there's such a thing as good stress, and it's still stress. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting time for him to write this album. Um, can I say that 
I didn't know. So oh, I'd yeah, heard of. Yeah, I was gonna ask about your impressions. Yeah, yeah. I, I had heard. Uh, I've heard like a couple special goodness songs from their later album, like the one that came out in 2004. But I and it was like you know it was pretty good. But when I when I started to listen to this album, I was like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> I really liked it, and I don't think I was prepared for something that sounded i think as much like weezer as it kind of does yeah i mean it's not you know obviously it's different but it still has a lot of similar just like guitars and stuff and it's like this could like some some of these songs could have been on the blue album and i thought they were i thought it was really good so i was very surprised by how much i liked it and how i was like mad that i hadn't heard it before (laughs) really yeah yeah it Uh, yeah i mean there's guitar slows every song Mm-hmm. Um, they're not as good guitar solos as a river. Like he's not as good at guitars as rivers, but um, it's just like those heavy guitars that are very and yeah, and like, like sometimes they're kind of chunky. Yeah, yeah. As the album went, or let's talk about it song by song. Yeah, I so, do uh, think my favorite song is the first one. Congratulations. Yeah. Immediately, you know, that's a sarcastic title. Yeah. <laughs> that sets the tone for the album. Well, let me ask you this, because, you know, I was reading about these on Weezerpedia, and a lot of the entries say, like, that people think this album has a lot... It's it's about Rivers, or a lot of these songs are about Pat's relationship with Rivers. Do you think that this song is, like, directed at Rivers? <laughs> the more... As I went through the song, you know listening to him for the first time and you know taking my notes down i was like man he really doesn't like this guy like, <laughs> like man, this person he doesn't like and it's like <laughs> i i don't know if it's necessarily rivers or it's all the members of the band you know uh, what i thought it was and i i'm probably himself. wrong well that's the thing i thought it might be himself because i i feel like he is kind of a self-deprecating person i don't know him at all at all so this is a yeah. complete guess but um i i feel like the way he wrote this song it's a lot like how I talk to myself where I'm like, oh, are you proud of yourself? Like, are you proud yeah. of that thing you did? Like, no, I'm not proud. Are you like, I always have like two people in my head and one of them is like happy and the other's like mad at me. <laughs> so that's how, how I kind of read the song, but I don't know. I think it can, it's I, I open. Could, yeah. It, it could be either way. I think that anytime you see something that um, it happened from this time period, everybody's immediately going to think it's about Weezer. Yeah. And, and I, I I understand the, you know, wanting wanting to say it's about Weezer, but it's like he had a lot going on in his life, like we were saying. So I'm sure some the, of it's about Weezer. Well, the, the part that I think people say that they think this song is about Rivers is where he says you tell them what to do and say to fit your vision. Uh-huh. Well, you hope it better, you know, your vision makes it. I, I don't think anybody would ever think stuff in Weezer is Pat's vision you know that's that's true but like but he's also to, like to rivers he's also probably a, he, but he's like a person well that's true how does it feel to have control of everything that's meaningless I love that I, I love that line I I just I love this song it's everything about it's great it sounds great the lyrics are great 
I think that if it is about himself, that changes the way I feel about it mm-hmm. more than if I've, like, I felt that it was about Rivers or other members of the band. Because like we've said, I bet that Matt Sharp isn't the easiest guy to write music with. <laughs> yeah, but, and, but we did know that, you know, Pat and Matt were kind of friends, or at least they kind of ended up kind of sticking together. Yeah. And pairing up. So, I don't know. Maybe it's all about Brian. <laughs> it's secretly about Brian. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of like this song, but yeah, honestly, like most like these songs, they kind of start to drag on me for a little bit. Uh-huh. And then feel... re- re-listening to it again, like I felt like it from the beginning. Yeah, I I think I liked the beginning of this album more than the end because the end gets a little slower and I think a little more depressing. Um, But I'm also, I'm a fan of like depressing music in a way. Like I think it's, what I really like about this song is that it's like, I kind of feel like, like I'm yelling at myself. I'm like, why are you proud? You know, like, I don't know. I think that's kind of, I don't know why I like that, but I do. I don't know. It's a very honest song. So I like that. Yeah, let's um, jump to fatigue, which is yes. track two. Um, again, first thing I wrote <laughs> down was Pat doesn't like whoever he wrote this about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one's a uh, oof. Yeah, whoever this is about, I get so tired if, when it, I have to deal with you. I wonder if you think what you say is true. Oof. Yeah, n- now looking at it as the thing is, maybe if it's about himself, it takes on a whole other <laughs> meaning than if it's about somebody else. I get so but, sad when I have to look at you. Wow. That's, and ooh, could that's be, harsh. Or, well, like you were saying when he was like, oh, look at me. I'm so fat. Yeah. Well, once was funny has made me sour too. I, I don't know. I turn away to see some vacant eyes. It's common, but it comes as a surprise. It's very common. It's hard to say. As. I mean, I do like that the songs are vague. I don't want to think that they're all about rivers. And I don't think that he would have made them all about rivers or about Weezer. Because like, why would you... I, and, and that's if, what I yeah that's what I thought as it was going on is like man you know they're gonna see this right yeah they're gonna see it and also like he's still in the band now so if it was so bad that he wrote this whole album about them why did he stay in the band for so long you yeah. know yeah but I think that line that you quoted was the uh, um, I wonder if you think what you say is true is like mm-hmm. the most harsh line <laughs> in there yeah because it's we all know that person <laughs> That, yeah that you're like we i know you're lying like you have to know you're lying too right <laughs> oh yeah this is a harsh song um yeah and it's it's just about something with all the bad traits they have no substance they're just a vapid person mm-hmm. um yeah like man i hope if it is about himself it makes a lot it, it makes yeah. it, it makes me look at it different yeah i didn't necessarily think that song was about him but who knows yeah. could be um Pay no mind, should we go to? I didn't really have much. I don't really know what it's about. <laughs> I really like the song and I'll tell you why, because uh, there's 
it, it's one of those songs and he does this a few times on this album and it reminds me of Weezer, but I couldn't put my finger on what other Weezer songs do this, but it starts out kind of like soft and slow. And then it goes into this part where he's like screaming kind of like not screaming, but it's like yeah. it gets loud. And I, I really like that, like where it starts out like say it being so. soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it is so. How do I, mean, I not think of that? Start, yeah, but, um, no, but it's like similar where it gets like... It builds to... It builds, uh-huh. Um, I I wondered if this... Because he's like, I just don't want to go. I'm sick of moving. I don't know if this is about like... To me, this felt like it could have been about his relationship, his marriage. Um, hmm. in, in my mind, it was like maybe he didn't want to go on tour with Weezer because he just got married and he didn't want to leave his wife or something. Like, I yeah, don't know. I think it makes more sense that it's like he he's just tired of going on tour like he yeah. doesn't want to go go out again and but then now he says but now and now i'm glad i didn't pay no mind to my mind at the time where he's like okay yeah. i appreciate it now uh-huh uh, like at the time it was really fucking hard and i didn't want to <laughs> do it but i guess when uh, he says i did what's best for us it could be us weezer it could be us his marriage it could be i don't know us his friendship with pat finn i don't know <laughs> <laughs> How many of these songs are about Pat Finn? I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're all about Pat Finn. Right? <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I'm being mean to him. I better let him play on one of these songs. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, th- this song ultimately is about something something he didn't want to do. And I think it makes sense if it's he didn't want to, just didn't want to go on another tour. Like, we've been on maybe. tour for a year now. Mm-hmm. Do I have to go out and play in Milwaukee? <laughs> like, yeah. No offense to Milwaukee people, but <laughs> if it's like in the middle of winter, he's like, uh or yeah. even worse, it's like worse for him, it would be like, oh man, do we have to go to Europe again? Like really? <laughs> like just in this country, I don't know what to eat. <laughs> I don't know how to say anything. Yeah, I can see how the song could be about. Yeah. Every band, ha- every band, and every person, ha- every musician that gets um, that tours has to have a song about how they hate touring. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I went to two different cities two weekends in a row, and I had a lot of fun. But I liked being home. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I toured just like Weezer. <laughs> uh all right, should we move on to I'd like to know? Yes. Um th- this one is I think it's the one that sounds the happiest, like the mm-hmm. music does. Um, and I think it's I think it's my favorite musically of all of them. Yeah, I like this one. And it's funny because it's the one where uh where Tony lashes on percussion. <laughs> uh and it's funny because I love Pat's drum. I always love Pat's drum. Yeah. But it's funny how just having another person's input in there made my favorite my favorite sounding song on the album. Yeah. I will say all the drums on all these songs are great, which makes a lot of sense. Um, Yeah. Do you think this song is about Rivers? <laughs> Are we just going to ask that about every song? I, again, it's about, I, again, I wrote down happy sounding, but again, about someone he doesn't like. Uh, yeah you know it makes me laugh to see you doing well but never fails to leave me so mystified i wrote that down too (laughs) and then i don't i don't like to know i don't think i will ever understand (laughs) (laughs) yeah but rivers wasn't doing well that's the thing i'm sure none of them were yeah i mean i mean matt left the band yeah pat wrote this album rivers wrote pinkerton brian shaved his eyebrows off (laughs) Well, that was before. Well, yeah. Well, it was, it was during the, you know, before the Say well, Ain't So video. Well, even yeah. Brian, you know, the Space Twins was kind of like, hey, let's do the exact opposite of Weezer, you know? Mm. Let's not let's not do the big, um, you know, al- you know, big 
Weezer two, you know, all that kind of stuff. He kind of mm-hmm. went in it opposite direction. Um, this had, yeah, the, the I, I think, yeah, the whole album we could say, man, this is about how he was feeling at the time, which like, yeah, <laughs> which is obvious to say, but also it's just so clear. Yeah, but yeah, I wonder, do you think Rivers ever listened to this album? Do you think <laughs> he had to have? Do you There's think? no way you don't. <laughs> Maybe, huh? Hmm. Well, um, oh, just before we talk about the next song, I do want to say that I love the album art. Oh, the and I, I don't know if Pat drew that. I like it. It's cute. Yeah, it's yeah. just nice, simple. Yeah, well, that that'll that'll probably be the uh, the picture I put up on Twitter and uh, yeah. Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, since since we only had one picture of us with our guests. In LA. <laughs> oh yeah, we kept forgetting. Oh uh, well. Um, <laughs> Luckily, Matt we... Belknap's a professional. He's like you. You guys want to get a picture? It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Thanks for reminding us. Uh, okay. Should we go to the next song, Conquistadors of Nothing? Yes. Um, this is the one that they didn't have the lyrics on, <laughs> Genius. So oh, they have one on Weezerpedia. Yeah. I had to go. Yeah. I don't know why I went to Genius when they were I don't all. Know. Oh, because I think I wanted, to, I wanted to read the lyrics without seeing anything else about the song. Oh. Because I know, even if it's just like a one sentence, like, everyone thinks this is about rivers. I didn't want that before I heard. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Weezerpedia says, some fans feel that Conquistadors of Nothing is about Weezer's initial success and where the band, particularly Rivers Cuomo, stood as the dust settled after the Blue Album tour. <laughs> Which you could say that about every single song. Uh, yeah. Not every single, but pretty much. Well, I guess, I mean, yeah, this one's probably about Weezer. <laughs> well, you're very good at what should never be attempted at all, but it pays the bills. I mean, there's a theme in this on this album of like him thinking that what they've accomplished is not really important. Yeah. But do you ever feel that about yourself? Like I felt that about myself. It's like, well, why are you? Yeah. Like, why are you proud of this? This isn't anything. Like, yeah, this isn't important. I mean, that's part of the same thing you're talking about. Where you talk to yourself and say, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know that. Do you watch Bojack Horseman? Mm-hmm, yeah. That one episode where it's just him yes. yelling at himself the entire yes. time. And I related so yes. well with that. Or, you know, oh, you're stupid. Oh, oh that's a stupid yeah. thing. Why are you even saying? And then, I mean, for the way that Bojack deals with it is he lashes out at people and alienates everyone, which I hope uh-huh. I don't do. Milk, 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 milk. What are they talking about right now? Probably you and what a dumb piece of trash you are, you fat sack of idiot. Why don't you do the world a favor and swerve into oncoming traffic? No, you don't deserve to die young. Only the greats die young. Oh, now you think you're young all of a sudden. One drink. But yeah, we all, ah, oh, man. Yeah, it's that voice. That, that mean voice. voice. In your head. And then where he, I think it was the very end of the episode where, uh, um, uh, what's his, and I don't want to say anything. In case people haven't watched it, I don't want to spoil stuff. Oh, yeah. But um, It's a good show. You should all watch yeah. it. Yeah, if you're not watching that, watch it. It, yeah about, the final episodes are coming out yeah i'm all caught up to what's yeah, what's already too. out there we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it after this yeah <laughs> off the air um yeah but i wrote uh, the the lyrics that i noticed uh, i know where you're from and furthermore i know exactly where you're going <laughs> i hate the use of the word furthermore <laughs> i was like oh that's so like i don't know why it just it, it didn't really fit the lie i don't know i didn't like there's a I, rental I, song where they use the word lugubrious. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's so memorable. I don't know. I I kind of like that stuff. <laughs> I just feel it's like... unique. Yeah. 
And they're nerds, you know? They use big words like that. I I don't think it was used well. Like, it didn't fit in that lane (laughs) for me. Every time I heard it, like, because I, I, you know, I had to play it. I I put it once, this album once, while uh, taking notes and paying attention to lyrics and, you know, all my other stuff turned off, so I wasn't looking at Twitter or anything. But then the rest of the time I listened, I was just working. Uh, I had it on in the background. And every time I heard Furthermore, I would be like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I will say one of the things is I wish, because I listen to this in my car every time, just because I, you know, I have a commute, so I listened. Um, but I, I wish, I mean, I, I'm glad those those people have uploaded these songs to YouTube, but I really wish I had a better quality. Because at first it was hard to pick out the lyrics yeah. listening to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know if that was the YouTube or if that was the or way the, the mix, al- the mix yeah. was. It's, it's hard to know because YouTube, you know, compresses stuff. But I would like to get this album someday, get a proper version of this. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, this is the song maybe about Weezer. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. hundred times is good. So a yeah. hundred times as good is the one that I think I know what it's about. <laughs> I think it's about him or his wife telling him to quit the band and go solo. <laughs> you know what? I wondered... Oh, oh, yeah. I wondered if it was him to his wife or him. At first I was like, oh, oh, by the way, this song uh, on YouTube, it was uploaded as something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was uploaded as I'm with you, sister. So, oh, so it could be his wife talking to him and he's like, yeah, I'm with you, sister. Oh, or, yeah. So that was the name of the demo that it came yeah. from, right? Uh-huh. But I think a so. Bunch or of the, like, yeah. the demos were from before the Blue Album, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know how much how similar they are. Uh, apparently, they they were out there at one point, but I didn't look too hard. I didn't find them either. At first, before I before I knew that that was the title of the song or the title of the demo, I was like, "What if this song's for Matt Sharp?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah it's probably not but yeah it's um, probably probably his wife telling him mm-hmm. um they like how you don't bitch about your slice of pie i think you're a hundred times as good yeah now what makes you want to stay i ask it every day wow there's like a lot of stuff on this album yeah because they don't really want you to succeed man yes yeah, so- huh so don't be the one that didn't have the nerve to stand up for yourself because you had to serve someone with pretty dumb ideas. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, Rivers. Yeah, yeah I, I could see this one being about Weezer. <laughs> yeah, it was him. Yeah, yeah if it's a, it shows how unhappy, or, or at least <laughs> the song is portraying someone who's very unhappy. And if it's about well, him, it shows how unhappy it was at the time. Uh, the thing is, this makes me really wonder what happened in between this and in between Pinkerton and the Green Album that made Pat be like, okay, I guess I'll stay in this band. I mean, maybe it was that Rivers calmed down. <laughs> maybe, yeah, because the Green Album was so different. And I, um, I think Rivers kind of did a lot of uh, self healing uh-huh. in that time between Pinkerton and Green. That's maybe true. Maybe he became a easier person to deal with. Yeah, because um, I know that, that I think that was when he started going hardcore into meditation and everything, and definitely uh, by make believe. Which, by the way, there's a line in "Congratulations" that has the term, the phrase "make believe" in it, which I forgot to mention. <laughs> um, 
And the next song, Pardon Me, is, there's also a song on Make Believe called Pardon Me. Mm, there's also a song what? on Incubus called Pardon Me. Oh, so maybe it's just a common song name. Yeah, <laughs> Pardon Me, well, I burst into flames. <laughs> Yeah, this one, I, I think, yeah, this is where the album starts to just be like, this is so dreary. Like, because yeah. every song is negative. Mm-hmm. Like, every song is so negative. I I understand if that's what he's feeling at the time, but it feels like there had to be some good times too, right? <laughs> like, well, and is, I think I do like the songs some that quiet are more. moments with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the songs that are more um, upbeat sounding, but the lyrics are yeah more dark i guess because i like that kind of mixture if it's all like depressing it's a little it's a little difficult um yeah yeah, the song yeah i don't know not sure what this one's about so it's just like being you know like you know that like you want to be the bigger man and be being a polite even though the guy you're talking to is a jerk see i was yeah maybe oh yeah Huh, so I still wish you better days, though I dislike you anyway. Doesn't mean I can't be courteous. <laughs> Man, he really hated that person. <laughs> oh. Mm. Um, a fortunate mistake, the next one. Uh-huh. That's the one that uh, has... Yeah, this one's interesting. It, it, this is the one where Pat Finn's on bass and uh, ton- Tony Lash is on percussion and uh, keyboards. This is the only one with key, or I don't know if it's the only one with keyboards actually, but it's the one that they seem most prominent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It says Pat Wilson guitar, drums, vocals, Pat Finn bass, Tony Lash keyboards, percussion. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what this song is about. I mean, he's saying that I tried and I failed. It was the best thing that could have happened. I wonder what he's talking about there. Maybe hmm. could have been I tried and I failed to get to get Geffen to, to sign me. So I tried long. and I failed to get out of Weezer. <laughs> It was the best thing that could have happened. <laughs> There's nothing left no. here, nothing to care for, no one to talk with, no one to listen. Aww. Jesus, that's depressing. Yeah, that's really sad. And yeah, it's a very downbeat song too. It's a, just doesn't like anybody. It's this is another one that there was a demo mm-hmm. on a huge guy, and it was called. Uh, it was from '95. It's called "Boy Am I Lucky." <laughs> So a fortunate mistake. Why am I lucky? You know, hmm. fortune, luck, yeah. kind of the same sar- sarcastic. Yeah, like a lot of these songs have that f- sarcastic feel to them. A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um, yeah, yeah. By this time in the album, I was just like, oh my god, this is just it. It makes like cause we talk about Elliot Smith a lot. Yeah. Um, because for for me at least, you know, he's one of the most important artists in my. Yeah my life mm-hmm. um but his his songs even though they're depressing it's in a i think they're all one they're they're better songs i think <laughs> yeah um, but they're also in a more um maybe just better it's just the way maybe it's just it's also just a <laughs> well, better song like there are some sad songs or depressing songs that i really feel i don't know i almost am like smiling listening to them and i'm not really sure why yeah 
like there's a Jimmy Eat World song called Your House and it's like so depressing and I was like listening to it the other day and I was just laughing and I don't know why that was. <laughs> I just love that song so much and it like, I don't know, well, I it did- like makes me feel a lot of stuff. So I think maybe my wires just get crossed. Well, I do that with all like Elliot Smith songs now. It's like when I listen to them, I know they're all depressing, but I'm like, I get happy when I hear them. Right. <laughs> or so I, I've mentioned the um, Punch Up the Jam podcast mm-hmm. a lot. The one that they did this the week as we record this was The Way by Fastball. Uh-huh. And uh, they're like, oh, it's a super happy sounding song. But when like you listen to the lyrics, it's about <laughs> like this elderly couple that like went and got lost and maybe killed <gasps> themselves. Oh, my God. And it's like based on a real story that happened. No. And uh, but it's like the chorus is so happy and it's like everyone's <laughs> singing along to it. And it's like, yeah, it, that's how a couple of the songs on this album kind of are like yeah like not that serious obviously yeah but like, I think that's uh, what like, yeah I like, I like the upbeat the ones yeah. like I can deal with those emotions when they're presented in a happy way or in a sad way I don't know yeah. I'm not really sure I don't understand um yeah the next track I'm not too proud see this is the thing where when I would put this album on leaving work I would kind of only, I would maybe, maybe make it to this song before I got home. So I wouldn't always listen to the last couple songs on the album yeah. just because I would be home already. Um, and because I like the beginning of the album better. So the next day I would usually start with congratulations because I love that song. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what this song is about. I don't have a lot to say I'd, personally. I think this is a terrible song. I, uh. this, it has some super cringy lyrics. <laughs> Yeah, I'm reading them now, but and it feels like a high like a high schooler. It feels like a high schooler wrote this. Yeah, huh? Like where he writes, uh, or when he says, uh, "Oh, what was the part?" Oh, okay. Now here's a plan: show Junior more love. Maybe he won't grow up to be a big thug and kill me for my car. Uh, yeah. It's huh. like, oh, come on. Weezerpedia says, I'm not too proud features Wilson's wry commentary on modern American life. <laughs> it, I don't know about that one. It, yeah. It, it feels like straight out of like, like, like high school to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even really remember the song. So it's probably a sign that it's not. It was my least favorite song on the album. Uh-huh. Um, let's move on then. Yeah. To the final song, which is mm-hmm. a pretty short one, I think. Yeah. It's all here in this book. What book? What book is Maybe he talking the Bible? about? I see that's the first thing I thought too, but I was like, I don't think. Like, I is mean, it about religion? <laughs> and then I'm like, if it is, it's like a really basic understanding of religion. Ah, uh, because there is a book, and it says that this is all true. What if it's just like Rivers Burn book? <laughs> <laughs> now you believe that everyone's well, bad and everyone's evil inside. Yeah, is that is 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 the song about rivers? How many times have I asked that? At first, I was like, you know what? We don't have to assume these are all about Weezer. And then I'm like, what if this song's about Rivers? What about this one? I think oh. like some of the ones in the first half are about him. Then yeah. by the end, it's about himself. Yeah. Well, pardon me. It might be about Rivers. but um, um, I was going to say, what know, if this song is about Harry Potter, but that hadn't come out yet? Uh, maybe he predicted Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's about Lord of the Rings? Oh yeah, cause uh, by the by, but this time you've gone way too far. Now you believe that everyone's bad, and everyone's evil inside, huh? Yeah. There's yeah. a book, and it says that this is all. Uh, Lord of the Rings, maybe. 
Yeah, yeah Littering says this, this is all true. Yeah, I, cracked it. Anytime I see like this book or the book or something, it's like it's the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> or some I religious mean, text. I mean, anytime, yeah, anytime there's like the book, like that's the book that you want to like. Yeah, that, but I, I don't, I don't know. And you know, maybe it's like an, a weird understanding of original sin by saying him saying, "Oh, yeah, the book tells you everyone's evil inside." Hmm. Maybe I mean we don't know his religious like background that's true yeah i mean rivers is from a weird religion so <laughs> um, yeah but um i think you could tell that overall i did not enjoy this album um, really i loved it oh i i mean i think the first think half such... is better than the second half but yeah, like sure. um i think it, it also just like starts out really strong like i think congratulations is the best song on the album and it's it's so good um yeah i i like it and i recommend it i i think whether i come back and listen to it again i'm gonna take a little break from it because you know listen to it a lot over the last few days but yeah we'll see if i come back and listen to it um i definitely do want to purchase this if i can find it yeah which yeah. i don't know that i will but <laughs> if anybody has better quality uh recordings maybe that'll because part of the reason i didn't like it is everything sounded so so samey to me sounds a little muddy um, but yeah the production is all the every song sounds kind of bleeds into each other in my mind it does yeah um but that again that could be from the compression from youtube mm-hmm. um but yeah i i don't think that i need to ever hear this again unless i hear huh. a higher quality recording interesting yeah, yeah I, I, I i i liked I, it I just came into it thinking, oh yeah, Pat stuff is going to be fun and happy. And <sighs> I like the one, like like you said, I like the ones that sound upbeat, but then even if the words are a little more serious, like, like I'd like to know and uh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. I think those are my two favorite songs on here. Yeah. I, I think, I think I just really like, I feel like congratulations is it, it's, it's how I feel so much like I because I, I did read it as like it's him to himself yeah. I was like oh my god he gets it <laughs> he gets what I'm feeling uh even though I was only like nine when this album came out uh or 10 or whatever um yeah I w- but I would say like overall to ch- for people to check it out because it's on YouTube it's I think it's, it's free it's there to. it's definitely worth looking into it sounds very it's like there's a there are a lot of similarities to Weezer's sound I think where you can tell that Pat had an influence on Weezer's sound yeah. in that way so drums and some of the guitars uh, so I would recommend checking it out yeah I I say listen to it let us know what you think mm-hmm. um, do you agree with me or do you agree with Sarah or are you in between <laughs> yeah probably in between probably um, and yeah do you have anything else. To say about this record, this album? Uh, I don't, but do we want to go into Rivers' tweets? Ooh, do you have any? I, I have one that's kind of funny. <laughs> I Yeah, like, there. I mean, I don't really know we, what to really look up. We need, so. like, a little music sting for Rivers' I know. tweets. We do, yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Um, but I looked up goodness. So, so Rivers' tweets, by the way, is a segment where we look up some Rivers' tweets. Because <laughs> the, they're weird. Rivers' tweet, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I, I looked up goodness just to see if he'd ever said goodness, like, you know, like special goodness. Um, and he doesn't ever say anything about special goodness, obviously. Uh, 
<laughs> he's like hey have you guys heard that special goodness album do you think it's about me uh no <laughs> he didn't say that uh july 31st 2017 he tweeted thank goodness guided by records um which is wait let me look up what this is the kind of my voices no todd sullivan guitars cadillacs and beats i don't know who this is but he says thank goodness at guided by records signed weezer to geffen back in 93 when no other major labels would so i think that's just funny because it's like relevant to this time period and it's relevant to geffen who didn't want to release pat's album (laughs) oh oh that's sad um there's also oh this is kind of funny too august 2nd 2018 Record companies always kind of put the songs in reverse order of goodness. But that's not true on this album. <laughs> I don't think it's true on most albums. <laughs> no, yeah, Most it's albums, not. The, the first few yeah. tracks are the strongest ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Like the first side is almost always stronger. Yeah, usually. And usually, yeah, in Weezer's case, I would say that's also true. <laughs> yeah, I got a vinyl album today in the mail. Oh, two sides? Yep. Double album. Double oh. album live. Oh, for, Jeff Rosenstock. For what? Oh, see, you have stories. I know. I, I forgot about it. <laughs> Just like Smash Mouth. And Jeff Rosenstock, who um, he, he was in the band, or he was in the band Bomb Music Industry, and I think they were the ones that did the uh, the live. They did the Blue Album live and Pinkerton live. Oh, when, uh, when Weezer was the doing tour? the Memories tour, uh-huh. and they said, "Oh, it's too expensive for people, so we're gonna do our own uh, <sighs> punk punk show." in uh in new york and all those mp3s are available online and i would like to have him on the podcast one day to talk about it because yeah that, that would be very interesting but mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't come he hasn't answered my emails oh so anybody out there knows jeff rosenstock tell him hey tell him to check his got, emails yeah check your emails or and tell him get on this podcast for an hour one night <laughs> um i do have one more tweet oh okay uh, from September 10th, 20 or 2009, however years work. Um, this is a <laughs> quote from Patrick Wilson that Rivers put on Twitter. And the quote is, I get a contact high when I put a contact lens in my pipe and smoke it. <laughs> 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 Pat Wilson. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I wanted from this album. Right. <laughs> anyway, those are all the Rivers tweets that I think are, are fit to tell. On, on this episode so unless you have anything we can wrap this not. up I, okay uh, yeah i think just um where can people find you on the internets instagram sarah Iyer, twitter sarah and julie Iyer, and you probably know my other podcasts you probably found this one well i don't know how you found this one check out the percast why not my other one i'm too sick to say its name it's very long it's about animation the, blues, the whole blues nothing but the blues the blues the whole blues, the whole blues. yeah um where are you I am at FBI Hop on Twitter and Instagram. I'm trying to tweet less because Twitter is a hell site. Um, and and uh, you can find this website or this website. Is that what we call this? <laughs> nope, we call it a podcast. You can find this podcast on everywhere at WeezerPod. Uh huh. And you can leave us a review if you feel like it on iTunes and we'll read it. If it's five stars. Yeah. Only if it's five stars. Do you know what? Yeah. I should double check, make sure nobody has. Yeah. Anyways. Um, how do we end this? Uh, oh, God, we're so stupid. We don't know how to end this. Uh, how does this go? Uh, uh, internal monologue ending. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations <laughs> on ending the podcast. I get sad when I have to look at you. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> Bye. Bye.